Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. It's episode 187. I, of course, am your host. I get I get to say it this time. I'm not going to forget. I'm the greatest man who has ever lived. Not wow. a single damn one of you can even hold a candle to me. Over there, wait, speaking of holding candles, it's the light bearer. Eric, he's got a candle right now. I see it across the Discord screen. It's <laughs> fluttering and flying. Oh, my goodness. Let's see if he drops it and burns his house down. Who knows? But, Eric, before that happens... How was your week, man? My man, my man, my dude, whatever. My dude, How my was homie, your week, man? The library, the bringer of hope. You know, that's what I yeah. am. I'm the bringer of hope. And let that's me bring you demonstrably a piece of hope. untrue because of the conversation <laughs> we had before this podcast started. Stop it. Don't lie to the people. Uh, no, we gotta. We gotta bring hope to the people through whatever lies necessary. That's that fair. is how you do things. All right. That's the world we live in. True. It's the only way to work. My week's been great. You know, the, the corona, COVID, and all the virus spread across the world, mayhem, blah, whatever. I'm at work living the good life, living my best life, hanging out with some folks. <laughs> you know, we're just high-fiving each other <laughs> from six feet, of course, mind you. We're keeping that distance, except for yeah. a couple of my fellow friends. They don't think that having to keep distance is a thing. They like to get close and personal, and uh, it's a good time. Yeah, and you just got to hit them a few times and remind them that if they're not scared of the virus, to be scared of the fist. That's okay? not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And they'll learn. Either way, one way or the other, they're going to figure it out not to get close to me. Yep. So that's a fair warning for everybody at work going forward. If you're listening, if you're not, oh, well, I gave you the warning. <laughs> <laughs> I've also told you about this podcast a hundred times, so you should be listening to hear That's right. Exactly. So with that being said... I've been going to work normally, like everything's usual. Been coming home, hanging out with the kids, uh, playing some video games, playing all sorts of games. I haven't been going out because guess what? You can't go out. All the restaurants are closed. All the mm-hmm. celebration cinemas, all the different movie theaters, they're all closed. You ain't going out. You ain't partying. You ain't having fun. Sorry, man. I know you're really sad because your whole lifestyle has literally been destroyed for now. It, I really upset. I was playing, you know, like a movie, like a name that movie app on my phone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it has ads in between. And one of the ads is an ad I always see at the movie theater. And I was just like, oh, my God, I haven't been to the movies in like a whole month. And I, there's no end in sight for this. Is is my favorite movie theater even going to come back? And I just was like, oh, my God. <sighs> and I, I, I dropped my phone on my bed and I just went, why do I even try to do things? Why do I? Uh-huh. Why do I care? I understand your pain. You know, I'm a movie goer. I like to go mm. to my little movie theater and I watch whatever popcorn flick is popular for that week and hang mm. out. It's a good time, and I haven't been able to do it in so long. And I didn't expect the coronavirus to hit, so uh-huh. it's not like I went to the movie theater diligently for the last couple weeks before this happened. So, right. like you said, I'm at over a month of not having been to the theater and seeing a show, and I'm like. Oh man, this sucks. And they're talking months before this is fixed up. I guess the good thing is that in that like the week, maybe like two weeks before it happened, I had that like three, three movie binge that I went on because I took the day off and went and saw two movies back to back. So I guess I got, I, it like, I like built up a, a big old hump like a camel, but then it immediately got squished out by like two weeks of coronavirus nonsense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a shame. And, of course, the seriousness of the whole situation, you know, stay home, do what you're supposed to be doing, listen to your government, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just hard for me to be, like, super sad about everything and what's happening because, I, like I said, I got to go to work. And guess what I see? I see cars everywhere. I see people everywhere because mm-hmm. apparently half the country doesn't think they should probably follow the rules or listen. Either that or half the country's still just working. It might be that. I don't know. All I know is I see a whole lot of cars on the highway still in the morning. So I'm like, well, I guess nobody's really that worried or we're all just working and it doesn't matter anyway. Well, see, I th- I, th- I see something different because I, you know, I usually see a certain amount of traffic driving uh-huh. in, you know, even on my off hours, 6 to 2.30. That is cut like at least in two thirds from what there ever is. Like there's no traffic, not like no but not even remotely the small amount that I already got. Uh-huh. So I think everybody who is still working is all eight to five Jones. Uh-huh. And then 
any off shift person, they're all working at home. That's all. It's all dead. Or or all the people I see are just all going to the bar at two thirty in the afternoon or so, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Getting that happy hour. There are fifty million cars on the road exactly at two thirty this week. I saw like four cars the whole time, coming and going. So, oh, good. Hopefully, in your neck of the woods, where everything seems to be going the way it's supposed to be, everybody's staying home. I see everybody leaving in the morning, same as always. So, yeah. Well, apparently, out here the rules don't apply. World's got to move on. <laughs> they're all going to FedEx, man. Got to go to the FedEx. That's actually not probably untrue. So anyways, enough about the people, enough about the whole virus crap. Everybody knows what's happening with that. I did play a bunch of games, which I will be talking about on the What You Playing Third Shifts. I'm going to be talking about on this next IG2G, which y'all better be checking out. Mm-hmm. But I will briefly just state, Doom Eternal has been on the plate. Mm-mm-mm. Can't wait to talk about that at extent. I've also been playing, God knows what, Destiny 2, the new uh, expansion. I've been playing Division 2, Warlords of New York. I've been playing other games, stuff. I've been playing the Switch. I never mentioned the Switch. I play the Switch a lot. Yeah. I never talk about it, though. I've been playing the hell out of Zelda Link's Awakening. I'm mm-hmm. pretty much almost through it. I'll probably beat it tomorrow. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Battle Chasers on there, ukulele, um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I still get on and do a level with here and there. I've just been all over the place, everybody. Because listen, with everything happening, it's not so busy. And if it's not so busy, I got time on my hands. Mm-hmm. So the games, they've been flowing. I've been able to get in there and do a lot of stuff. I haven't really messed with Borderlands, to be truthful. I got on and did a couple farming runs, but then I was like, why am I doing that when we're getting the DLC now as we speak and the whole mm-hmm. level cap, which we're going to get into later? So I was like, okay, turn this off for now. That's it's just a waste of time because you're yeah. about to get all new stuff. So I'll turn that off and looking forward to it. But that was my week, Matt. How about yours? Uh, my week was okay. It- just uh, reiterate everything you said. It's stupid, cr- stupid people during the coronavirus time. Hey, stay a few feet away from each other. Oh, look, everyone who is still in the building with us when we are forced to work. Oh, let's walk shoulder to shoulder and face to face to go <laughs> and you know lick each other's faces as greetings. Can't you just be sort of normal? Listen to any kind of recommendation? Do anything? No, I can't. Okay, you're dumb, and you're gonna get it, and you're gonna make me sick, and it's great. So every single day is that, and that's great. But I never mentioned the Switch either because I never play my Switch. But this was the week I busted it out. I've been playing my Switch like a goddamn fiend, and it's been great. I've been playing. Hey, some of these things I'll talk about on uh, IG2G or what you play in Third Shift. But I've been playing Animal Crossing. That's amazing. It's like it's a breath of fresh air in my gaming world. I'm not used. I've never been an Animal Crossing guy. I've tried out some, you know, via the flashcards on the DS and stuff back when I used to do that, and never hooked me. Oh boy, this one's hooking me. I'm loving it. And you know, just when I'm angry all the time elsewhere. My moments of Animal Crossing just make me smile. They just make me smile, and that's that's all you can ask out of a game. That's the best thing you can ask out of it. Also found a really cool pixel art visual novel called Coffee Talk, all about where you're like a barista, and the, it's set in like this world where there's there's vampires and mermaids and all these other crazy characters, and they come into your you know your 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 coffee shop and you make drinks for them and if you make the right ones storylines kind of diverge different ways maybe they open up about certain things talk to you talk to the other characters i had never heard about it before apparently it launched in around january really really cool i really like it the music is like super chill like that uh that chill lo-fi hip-hop station that's always on the youtubes and stuff Mm. it's basically that music and then you're having you know cool cool characters and fun convos Great game. I'll talk more about it sometime, or that was all I'm going to talk about. I don't know. You'll never know. But then the other game I played, I finally downloaded since I was on a Switch Madness, and I went, what's on my wish list on this this Nintendo store? And I saw Baba Is You, and I went, well, I'm already buying stuff. Might as well get that, too. Oh, man. That game is, I love it, and I hate it at the same time, because it's so effing good, but it's also... Like the stuff gets wild. It gets wild, everybody. There's ands, there's hazes, there's weeks. Oh my god, you don't even know what I'm talking about unless you've seen it or played it for yourself. But oof, it's oof, it's so it's so good. It's so wonderful. I love it. But it's hard as balls. Baba is you. And then I downloaded like 
five board games to the Switch just last night or this afternoon. So I was like, what's on Super Sale? What else is on my wish list? Getting that, getting that. That game's a penny. Getting that. That game's 99 cents. Getting that too. Yeehaw! I got to be talking about the Switch a lot more on what you're playing and more in my weeks for Third Shift Proper. But that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week. Oh, yeah, we did record the Shift Monthly Topic. That's going to be coming up probably sometime this weekend. I'll be editing and posting that to the Patreon. More on that later in the episode. And then, of course, we've teased it twice. We've teased it twice already. IG2G Episode 75 is going to be coming at your ear holes next Tuesday. Uh, we already know two things we're going to be talking about. <laughs> we're ahead of the game, brother. <laughs> God, we're so good. It's crazy, man. You're going to want to tune in. It's super relevant. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've both actually played these titles and these things. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to be there to listen to the shenanigans. I guarantee you. Another thing I guarantee you're going to want to be there for is the shift codes that we got for Golden Keys in Borderlands Game of the Year Edition and Borderlands 3 because we had a Borderlands show. We'll get into that more in the episode. Blah, blah, blah. Five shift codes there. And then I think five and then ten because they do the Facebooks and the Twitters for Borderlands Game of the Year Edition. So you know what, I, you know what I'm going to say. You know You ready, everybody? Hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and get yourself some free loot. Wow. Man. Free loot. I haven't redeemed him in so long. Like the, mm-hmm. the golden little angel that lives inside my voice box is, is just mm-hmm. is fading just, away. You it's know? fading away. Now listen, here I got a remedy for you. If you head on over to Third Shift's Discord... Get on in there, help us out, join us up, get in there, and Sean, our number one Mr. Reporter Man, Mm -hmm. guess what? He's got them all listed there for you in a nice, neat, pretty row for you to grab up and get while you're in your Borderlands 3 game, and then you can have all those golden keys, and since you don't think you get anything from them, I want you to take them all at once and just open chest after chest until you get something. Hmm. And make it happen. Make it a reality and turn that frown upside down. Put the smile on your face and get yourself a legendary, all right? Come on. Now, see, I wasn't even going to plug him on the Discord because elsewhere in the Discord, he called me an <laughs> asshole. So screw you, buddy. You oh, no. Suck. No, you're awesome. Shut, he, shut, He's shut. our number zero reporter because oh, he blows. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. This is why <laughs> we don't let Matt go. Stick to the script. You got to stick to the script. Stop it. You know what? That's fair. I didn't write down Sean's an asshole in my you show You did not. Notes. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good. But you know what's not good? I'm going to start it off on a heavy note. I See, was I took wondering you if you wanted to do this the front and the back. All right. I took I took you up. I'm going to send you straight down into a pit because I can't, I can't say, you know, I got to get news anchor voice here. Starting off in the Gearbox news, we got sad news. Landon Montgomery, the co-founder of Gearbox, known for his work on Halo and Half-Life, has passed mm-hmm. away. And I'm quoting, paraphrasing, whatever you want to call it. The company said in a statement on March 25th, he was 46 years old. Montgomery's cause of death has not been made public. Montgomery went by blah, 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 blah. The rest doesn't matter. The sad fact is, this man mm-hmm. helped found Gearbox Software which we love and adore and have been mm-hmm. following for years and years and playing the games they've been putting out forever. And if it wasn't for this individual, and of course Randy Pitchford and everybody else who worked hard under them, mm-hmm. it would have never been a thing. So it sucks. It's sad. You know, he hasn't been an af- active figure in Gearbox for years and years and years now, mm-hmm. but it still stinks to hear that news. He was young, as I just told you. So it wasn't meant to be, and it's a shame. Yeah. I mean, it definitely sucks. He's, he's not a person that I knew very much about but then when you hear that somebody dies only at 46 no matter what the cause was it's just it just sucks because that's right around the corner for i was gonna say that's right around the corner that, we're almost that's there it. yeah mm-hmm. and i can't imagine going out that soon you know that sucks no way mm-hmm. yeah. so take care of yourselves everybody mm-hmm. stop for a moment reflect and uh you know rest in peace good sir may the next life be better so we'll have a moment of silence and there's going to be no good way to segue out of it, but with some craziness. So, moment of silence, everyone.
Back to normal. Here we are. Third shift. We got to get the train rolling and moving and grooving, Matt. I need you to push it. What do you got for us? Well, let me tell you what I got. I got the latest Woo! content update for Risk of Rain 2, the third one. It's called Hidden Realms, and it's dropping for the console players. If you were sitting there and going, oh, man, I wish I was on the PC so I could get that content. Shut your mouth. You got it now on the consoles. Be happy. Play that game. Everybody at Gearbox, as soon as the announcement came out, they were like, oh, my God, this is the greatest game. You need to give it 18 more tries because it's awesome and it's cool and it's fun and it's great. So go ahead and go do that stuff. Go do it now on your little console. Boom. There you go. That's how you get out of the pit. You just That's drive it. up that ramp and you just shoot right out. While you're out there shooting out of that whole pit, getting into the sky, they came out and said, hey, everybody, you're stuck in your houses. Remember that? Remember us all going, over? we wish we were stuck in our houses, but we're not. We got to go to work. Cool. What was uh-huh. us? Cry, cry, cry. And then everyone's like, shut up. You got jobs. Blah, blah, blah. Well, hey, it doesn't matter because Borderlands has you covered. They said, take down, shake down, baby. Borderlands 3's coming That's with right. you, coming with the heat, bringing all the extra loot to the two bosses that you will face off against in the Malawan takedown event. So you're going want to get in there solo you're going to want to get in there with your buddy your buddies if you have any strangers it doesn't matter one or all the above go in there kill the baddies get yourself some epic loot and now i just want to bring this up because they originally said (laughs) no 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 i gotta drop in find those two magical people that will carry your ass through the original takedown mode like we always did just latch yourselves on and hold out a superman's cape and go thank you i appreciate it thanks for the free loot That is true. However, now it's an easier mode, so I'm sure we'll be just fine now without having to hope for somebody who is a god-tier level rolling and going bananas. Uh With that being said, originally they had it slated only to go to March 26th, which, of course, was the drop of the new expansion, which we'll probably talk about here very shortly. Mm -hmm. But before we get to that, everyone's like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense because when this expansion hits, your level cap increases. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means you got to get all new guns, do all the whole new farming things all over again. Why is anybody going to do this? And I Gearbox got, went, and I got, I got major beef with this because they said, let's put out a cool event for two days. And I went, how can you do that? You can't do that. What about a week-long thing or nothing? And they went, uh, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, we, we, I don't know. We, we done goofed. We done goofed. And that's why I appreciate Gearbox because they listened, True. they read it, and they went, yeah, that kind of is weird. Never mind, everybody. Guess what? Up until April 2nd, you can take down Shakedown, have a blast, have a ball, enjoy the brand new expansion, and once you've got your new levels all capped out, get into that Shakedown and get some loot from there, and then go ahead and carry on into wow, all the mayhem, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, which we'll bring up soon. Mm-hmm. Yes, we absolutely will bring it up soon, but first, I'm going to say, because I'm going to surprise you with a, with a hot bit that, we, a, a hot bit that, we, we, that you got scared about earlier, oh, I'm going to say, hey, they dropped a hot fix today as well, because it's not a big thing, we're not going to talk about it a lot, because there's 10 million things in that hot fix, but there's one thing I want to pull out right now, I'm pulling out my phone, look, it's a, it's a visual uh-huh. segue that no one's going to get but you, oh my goodness, because the one thing in here other than... Oh, support for this and the level cap actually increased did come in the hotfix, blah, 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 because it's not tied to the DLC. Got to mention that as well. But the one thing, boom, it's it's the third bullet point in their whole thing. Uh, three new Guardian rank skills and Guardian rank increase. Uh, boom, look in the survivor tree, too angry to die, allowing any damage you do. I'm going to pull an Eric. <clears throat> you can now enable too angry to die, allowing any damage you do to enemies and fight for your life to slightly extend your downtime. I will never ever die now because i'm always doing damage if i do go into fight for my life i'm shooting shit. mr beef is shooting shit. i'm gonna be up forever nobody can ever stop me i'm never gonna die that's it boom just won the game just won the game even though i won it twice already i'm i'm very sad about that matt because that was also what i was gonna bring up was those three wonderful new things in the skill trees <laughs> nice. and i am the opposite of you because i went enforcer and luck or whatever they call the third one there mm-hmm. the hunter tree and neither one of those skills am I super excited about. Okay. Yeah, same. First off, the status status effects, sure, okay, not too terrible. But mm. here's the here's the unfortunate reality, everybody. I'm not even to the bottom of that row yet. Okay. Yeah. I'm not a superstar. I, I've gotten Forcer maxed out, and then I've got it down to the one right before the the final. You know, get extra legendaries. So I'm yeah, close yeah. to there, but I'm not even at there. But so, hey, man, 
You got Enforcer maxed out. You can be Butt Slam Jones now. Just hey, and that's there. You led right into the second point. I don't even know how to slam. I have no <laughs> that's idea. That's true, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've slammed one time in Borderlands, and that was what it made me. And Claptrap said, hey, you got to slam that hole, guy. I hate slam. It's useless to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> For people who don't know, while we were queuing up for a take for the Malamon takedown for one of those last day runs, we were hanging out in the queue for like ten minutes, and five of those was I jumped off one of those big dumpsters and slammed, and Eric went, "How do you do that?" And and we we had like the "What's L one button" conversation mm-hmm, the again, the whole joke, mm-hmm. just just always jumping off, and oh, uh, it was a melee. Nope, jumping off. No, I shot. Jumping off. Uh, grenade activated yeah grenade <laughs> activated my skill did literally anything else but do the butt slam mm-hmm. it was great it was good it was wonderful <laughs> so so I, as soon as i saw it it was like hey your slam is gonna be so cool and i'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh man i've, I've ruined everything my life is over i should have went down the other tree <laughs> So yes, those are awesome. I'm super happy they're starting to add to that. We were we've talked yeah. about it before whether they were gonna or when they were gonna. Well, there it is, everybody. Now's the time. Now, since we're in the patch notes, it's kind of weird because, of course, talking about the patch notes kind of ties into the uh, the the whole wonderful new expansion, but mm-hmm. in a different way. I'm gonna go ahead and bring it up here. I am super excited because they give you the extra points, which allows you to get two capstones. Yep. Okay. That to me is amazing. I, I mm. love getting those big power ups at the very end of the capstones, you know, just yeah. popping it in and getting that extra ability. So for myself, you know, I went, Oh yeah, here it is. This is where the magic is made. This is where I finally get to go and go, all right, Eric, I don't care that you like your build. I don't care that you're happy where you're at. That's I'm going right. to reassess and I'm going to go back through to make sure that I get my two capstones and mm. figure out something that's fun and awesome and viable and makes sense, but utilizing those two bad man pajama abilities. So I'm stoked about it because it makes me, it's going to force me to go back in there now and actually rebuild around getting those two capstones. Now, this is one thing that I'm not, that I didn't get super excited about because I got one capstone with flak and it totally changed the way I play in a somewhat, in a way that I'm still not quite used to because I got the dominance one, which overrides your melee. And for a long time I was, had a good like melee build and they'd be like, all right, I'm going to off him. Boop. Oh, he's friendly. So, you know, we've talked about, we've, I've talked about, you know, friendly and up the badasses and work it around, but I'm not a big fan of flax capstone skills. Like any, hmm. none of them really like scream out to me. Obviously uh-huh. I didn't look down the hunter tree that everybody goes down. Cause pfft, that's poop. Who cares? Maybe I'll have to actually do an Eric and reevaluate and see if there's anything in that tree that I want to go down. Is that capstone skill actually good? I'm going to say no just because I live forever and I'm never going to change that. But but it was one of those things where I remember how good that was in Borderlands 2 because when you could get that Axton capstone of, lift, of, I think it was rockets on your turrets, and the other capstone was put two turrets out, I was just turret god man. So I appreciate for all those who are very excited about it. I, I remember how that was. It's a great it's a great feeling and it's a great thing and I'm glad they bumped us up enough to allow people to do it. But just in my current build, I'm just like, eh. I'll still look at what that uh what that green capstone is, but I I don't know. It's not uh I'm not psyched like you are. I'm telling you right now, man. All right, you've convinced me. I I have been debating who to play next as a character, and two mm. things happened. One is you adamantly refusing to go down the hunter skill tree? Yeah, no okay, way. Okay, that's Never. it's driving me insane. First <laughs> off, so I I keep leaning towards Flack. Yeah. All right, and on top of that, Flack's powerful right now anyway in the meta. Yeah. But the second reason is another thing they did with this whole expansion slash patch, etc. Is they said, hey, guess what? We're gonna allow you to auto up a character. So that yeah. way, if you just oh, want to yeah, jump true. in, yep. you can jump in, and that character's going to be at the level ready to get into the the new DLC. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. I ain't going to lie. I just really haven't felt like starting over from zero yep. and going all the way up with another character right now. I just mm-hmm. haven't had it in me, you know? Uh, so this is going to be my opportunity to finally get flack, like I've been wanting to do, mm-hmm. go down that hunter tree myself and prove to Matt that it can be fun and it can be good because by God's... I love my pets. I love everything going on. I want it. 
<laughs> and I look, do it. I, I've never said it can't be fun or good. It's just not for me. I all those people who do the like the flat turret builds and the fadeaways and rack attacks and stuff, mm-hmm. they have a great time. So maybe you'll have a great time doing that. I'll live forever. You can be the glass cannon. We'll be a perfect team. I'm just like a giant tank, and you're just like a you're a you're like a, like a heat seeking missile. Yep, that's that's what you are. There we go. It's gonna work out perfect. I like what they're doing here. I like all the additions. There's a ton of stuff, as Matt already said. It's it's crazy. I, it took me forever to read through everything. <laughs> I, I do want to jump on to what you said about autoing up a character because uh-huh. I kind of breezed over it. But y- you talking about it made me think, hey, maybe I'll actually get my Amara up to whatever that default you can get up to is. Because I liked playing her, but you know it was, it was a slow build to get any of those abilities that I was really, really looking forward to. And if I can at least just run around, do like circles of slaughter or something fun, you know, ground pounding, doing cool things without having to go a time and a half through the story again on top of all the other stuff, that'd be pretty cool. I'd be willing to check out some more characters if I can just boop, pop them up. There you go. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I'll take it back a little bit too, because something else they said in this patch that got me interested in playing through again was that mm-hmm. from Act 2 and on, they're rescaling all yeah. the enemies to better fit your progression at that point. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that was needed, and they obviously saw that and did it. So yeah. I am curious now as to how it's going to feel going forward. So part of me is tempted now to start over. My uh, my daughter wants to play and stuff, and obviously oh, yeah. I'd have to figure out a way where she can't hear the, the you know the psychos and everything. I don't care if she mm-hmm. sees blood. That don't bug me. But I don't want her, you know, hearing all the f bombs and craziness they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So basically, maybe if I wear a headset and just have her listen to music or something, she could play, and then I could go with her through a level, you know, yeah. a new character, and that would be fun because I'm playing with her. And on top of it, then I'd get to see the balancing and scaling that they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So I'll see how it goes. But for sure, I'm gonna get Flack just auto leveled up and get that hunter skill tree going and yeah. uh, work on that. After, of course, me and you get through the actual DLC and have a good time maxing out our primaries and rebuilding those characters. Absolutely. And with that being said, there's one last tiny thing before I'm out of anything I want to mention about the patch notes, even though I want to stress <laughs> again, there's a million. But I love the fact that they also got rid of the uh, lower level weapons and whatnot dropping for you Yeah. when you're max level. I thought that was ridiculous. It made no sense. I, why would I ever put that on? I wouldn't, period. Mm. So they fixed it. Now, once you're whatever level you are, you will get the that level items. That, so you're good. It's fine. It's over. Anytime you're playing, if you're maxed out, you're gonna get maxed out gear and a story. Awesome. I appreciate it. I feel like I never noticed it a lot. It was usually just like whites or or like some low tier greens. But it's hey, if people were noticing it and complaining about it, good thing that they fixed it because. Now I don't even have to like worry. Like I'll just walk around and just pick up level fifty seven gear and go. Mm-hmm. Ah, my level fifty is better. It's sold, sold, sold. No, it's it's, oh my god. Oh, why'd you have to say that? Stop talking about it. Are you driving crazy? You tried to ruin my day earlier. <laughs> no, I'm trying no. to ruin your day live, <laughs> on the, live on the podcast. Yeah. No, stop it. But get in there. Check out all those notes yourselves. Because it's a ton, it's extensive, there might be something in there that we didn't even mention that's super critical and amazing for you, but we don't have time to go through all that. I do want to say, well, go ahead. Oh, speaking of things we didn't mention, there's a oh, hot piece no. of news we didn't even mention and I saw it, it's, it's, it's like crammed in here. Because how could we not mention it? Because you and I both went nuts on our switches on the, on the what you do all, what you do all week thing. And then look, there's actually big Switch news in the Borderlands world. Because Borderlands, the legendary collection, is launching on the Nintendo Switch. Borderlands Game of the Year Edition, Borderlands 2 and all the add-ons, Borderlands pre-sequel and all the add-ons. It's coming into your hot little hands, like literally. Like you hold your whole Switch. It's going right in there in your hands. It's May 29th. May 29th. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. May 29th, you get to finally play Borderlands 2, Borderlands pre-sequel. It's crazy. And it's Game of the Year edition. And Game of the Year edition. Game of the regular. edition. Of course. Yep. Yep. I begged and asked for this back when I first got my Switch years mm-hmm. ago. And it didn't happen then. And I was sad. And now it's here. And I'm like, oh, it's so tempting. It's so tempting mm-hmm. to pick that up again and sit there at work and just, you know, start up a character, do some killing, looking for those beautiful Borderlands symbols. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I, I was just thinking as soon as I saw the little trailer for it and I saw the bits of the pre-sequel in the trailer uh-huh. and I went, because oh, I feel like even though we played the absolute crap out of it, we did everything you could possibly do for the most part in pre-sequel. I still feel like that game does not get a fair shake. Like uh-huh. I didn't give it enough love. I didn't play it enough. Like the li- just, I have such a fond memory of shooting laser weapons and I can't do that anymore. And uh-huh. I can't do it anywhere else. And I want to jump around on the moon and butt slam and shoot lasers and shoot cryo at things. Sure, you could do cryo here in Borderlands 3. It's not the same because I'm not on a moon, damn it. I don't know. Every time I think about the pre-sequel, it puts such happy memories in my head that I want to play through it again. I loved the characters. I love the story mm. behind it. I thought they weren't vol hunters, mind you. But, you know, the people you played as, they had spirit. There was a mm. lot of to them. Great time. The only downfall I had with the pre-sequel was I thought it was severely lacking in its amount of legendaries and and crazy guns. Yeah, true. That was the only reason I... And, you know, your boss fights where you could go farm and stuff, that mm-hmm. was, it was almost non-existent. So that was the only reason why pre-sequel, for me, had any issue. It was because once we got through the story and had a great time and was maxed out, that was kind of it. Because there wasn't mm-hmm. really stuff to go do after that and farm and mess around with. It was just... It was done. You were over and... And yeah, you and I played through it a lot together, but the second run as the new characters, we only made it like, we. I think we beat it, but we only made it halfway through what we would have even mm. done. It's like, I'm just thinking about, man, I never did double capstone Wilhelm. I never did get, I can't even remember, his, I can't remember his damn drone's name, Seek and Destroy or Hunter or Killer <laughs> or whatever the damn things were. Wolf and Saint, got it. There Nobody it needed to help me. Boom. I never got them up to their max potentials. See, dude, I'm getting like chills up my spine right now thinking about playing pre-sequel well, all over again. Trust me, I'm feeling you, bro, because Athena, she yeah. has so much more to give. I wasn't done with her. Mm-hmm. It's just we stopped playing, so. And like, I, never, oh, I never put all the capstones into uh, the doppelganger either. Jesus uh-huh. Christ, dude. Dude, we got to get it. We got to get we it. We got to get it. We got to get it. Yep. There it is. <sighs> My fourth, fifth time buying Borderlands 2. <laughs> Holy <Yeah>. bajos. <laughs> How many times do I got to buy this game for God's sakes? <laughs> well, hey, you got the you got to get the VR edition too. You got to be you gotta Oh be my Jones. gosh, you're right. I got the PlayStation VR now. Mm-hmm. I've got to try PlayStation VR's Borderlands 2 edition. Cuz cuz we've talked about the weird hoppy movement. How does that even work? How does that even mm-hmm. feel? You got to tell us now, damn it. My life is sad now. Well, you've <laughs> torn me asunder. You've brought me low. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I didn't even mean to. I brought you low by saying, hey, you got to play <laughs> great games. All these great things. Oh, uh, shucks. Darn it. I got to come up with the money now. All right. Back to selling <laughs> more blood and figuring it out. Jeez, oh, Pete. Speaking of selling blood and liquids, here's a segue for you. Hey, like Mix Moxtails for Twitch streamers with the Echo Cast extension update is mm-hmm. coming out, is coming around. If you want to do it, you want to try it out. Guess what? Get on your favorite streamer's channel while he or she is playing the new DLC and pop up your little claptrap, do the little echo cast stuff, and you can now use your bits to throw mixtures at your favorite streamer and wants a certain amount of them. Is it four? Something like that? Well, see, the, well, see that's what I thought was cool is like it's a whole timed event. Like mm-hmm. you start it and then like, the person who starts it either gets their name like on the item card and then like it's also sort of like a bid war or like a like a like a donation train or whatever for a certain amount of time and then so whoever becomes the highest bidder also gets their name in the stuff and then like you said i think as the tiers go i think it's four you get to choose buffs for that for that cocktail and then mm-hmm. then they were saying like there's also random ones that get thrown into whenever moxie mixes it up this sounded like way cooler than I thought it was going to be. I thought it would just be, hey, you put in 10 bucks and bloop, but a random thing comes up. I like that uh-huh. there's activity in it. Like, you know, you can interact and you can outbid this person to try and throw something cool in. But the one thing that does make me a little bit sad about the whole thing is they, they showed the tier of, the, of effects that can come through, and they're only buffs. I thought there'd be the like, the buffs debuffs like with the with the loot chests that pop in, mm. but it still sounds awesome, and I love I love the I love the bid war aspect of it. It sounds great. 
It does sound great. It sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm not too sad to see the negative side of it go. Yeah. Because, obviously, helping out the streamer, having a good time, letting them have a good time, kill more baddies, find the red chest for you, it's a win-win kind of scenario. Plus, you can still screw them over with the badass events. That's the whole point of that one. Exactly. So it makes sense to have a just-a-good-thing-for-you type thing. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that, because of these ingredients, like you were saying, it becomes like a bidding war. Everybody's putting in different ingredients. It makes different concoctions. you got Varkid Bitters, Rack for Mouth, Quadruple Sec. There's a whole bunch of other ones. And they all have different effects for the streamer. So you're over there trying to get the ingredients to get a certain one. Somebody else might want a different one. Blah, 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 blah. Here you go. Hence the fun. Either way, it all out, the outcome is the streamer gets some cool stuff. Some mm-hmm. kind of cool buff to help them out. And they feel great because their audience is participating, throwing bits at it. It's 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 a win-win. And they get money for money. bits and cheers. Yep. yep. So it's, it's awesome. It's, it's literally a win-win. Not only, mm-hmm. hey, people are interacting by throwing money at me. <laughs> but they get to, of course, have the fun of interacting yep. and get to help their favorite streamer through maybe a tough spot in the game by throwing a buff their way or whatever it is. They feel more validated and throwing their bits or whatever it is that are out there. Absolutely, because I was watching one of the stream team, and I don't know why, but it seemed like she ran into a ton of just badasses. So the whole time she's like, geez, chat, come on, what are you doing? Now, when they have a badass war going on, throwing badasses in your face, the other, you know, all the white knights can run in and be like, ha, 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 I've got mox tails for you, my lady. You know, and tip their fedora hats and stuff, and then she'd be like, yeah, chat, you're awful, but also the best. That's very true. Very valid, very relevant, very fun. <laughs> Kudos to you, EchoCast team, for coming out with this, busting yeah. out some really cool stuff. I wasn't sure where this was going to go. I, I honestly, I thought the EchoCast was like the big breakthrough. I thought games mm-hmm. everywhere were going to pick this up. This is going to become the next big thing. I haven't seen it take off yet, but maybe as long as they keep supporting this EchoCast and showing how it can make interacting with the stream and doing all sorts of stuff fun, mm-hmm. we're going to see this go somewhere because it should you know, when you give your money or your bits or whatever to the streamers, it is nice to have some sort of uh, interaction besides mm-hmm. just the, hey, thanks for throwing me, you know, four bucks or 27 bits or 100 bits, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And and I think if they keep showing the numbers like they showed at PAX East, they had the whole, you know, the breakdown, all the numbers, like from my my favorite user research team people probably. But, you know, they, they threw all the numbers out. Hey, all the interactions – you know, it was what, like 60% more engagement or 60% increase in revenue toward a streamer when they had the EchoCast active. I think mm-hmm. as long as they push out and publicize that and can say, hey, you know, even maybe, wow, I think EchoCast or this system would be a great, something great for Division 2, you know, throw a couple names out there, throw a couple ideas out there. It's something that could spin up. Hey, man, you know, the Yakuza team could put something together and I could just be making like lots lots of bits money on, on the Twitches, you know? That'd be good. Mm-hmm. We'll be all rich. We'll all be so rich. I could get that VR Borderlands 2 there you and go. the Switch edition. Win-win. <laughs> Absolutely. Gosh, everybody. It's win-win for everybody. I'm going to say it a million times. Win-win. It's win, a win, win, and a win, win, and a win, and a win, and a win. win. You get a win. You get a win. <laughs> you get a win. You get a win. I'm breaking it back, baby. No more losing. No more being in the gutter. I'm winning. I'm like That's a right. tiger. Got tiger blood. <laughs> speaking, speaking of tiger blood, I bet. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> speaking of tiger blood, I think Hammerlock's got some tiger blood. He's getting married to Wainwright. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he sure is. The DLC dropped today. What are your first impressions of it, Eric? What do you know about it? How much have you been playing? Oh, man, I didn't play anything because that's how I do it. I didn't play anything either, Matt, or watch anything because yeah. remember how we told our listeners a long time ago that we're not going to spoil ourselves anymore mm-hmm. with all these deep playthroughs, etc., 45-minute sneak peeks anymore. And play it ourselves and have a good time. And then if you've been listening for a while, and if you haven't, here's an update. Matt Mm -hmm. said, I love this game 400 times more if I'm playing with a buddy. Yep. So I said, you know what? You're right. It is more fun with friends. Let's make sure we play together and have the optimal experience in Borderlands. So here we are, folks. The DLC has dropped as of now. As of your listening, it's Mm -hmm. there in the wild for you to participate in. We're talking about Guns, Love, and Tentacles. 
We got Hammerlock Wainwright getting married. You've got Gage coming on with, of course, her best friend, Death Trap, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to be the wedding planner for those two, taking you to an exotic new planet, Xylorgos or Lorgos, whatever, don't know, one of those two things. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready to have a new experience on a brand new planet. It's all frosty and cool. It's going to have cult things, Cthulhu stuff going on, mm-hmm. weird Stuff is happening. Just let me tell you. You got a weapon increase to what? Not a weapon increase. God, you're so dumb, Eric. You're so dumb. <laughs> you got a, a char- character level increase all the way up to 57, which, as we talked about earlier, gets you that mm-hmm. new capstone. So you can get two capstones in your characters, or you can just mismatch all the way, whatever the hell you want to do. Yep. All sorts of new things, man. What's going on? Yeah, new things like new heads and skins. That's the one thing. I didn't mean to spoil it for myself, but the Borderlands show spoiled it for me. I skipped Mm. past all the stuff when they went, it's gameplay time. Look at our new heads and skins. And I went, no, I'm not going to skip ahead. And then they went, hey, and then just flashed them up on the screen later. But they did look super creepy, super awesome. The flak one looks beautiful and amazing. I can't wait to get that head. Oh, boy. Uh, this, I mean, that, there's legendary. There's guns and things and fun stuff and a said. story to do. Whatever I want to put that head on my on my head. That's what I want to do. <laughs> I like that slip earlier. That was a good one. You're trying to blow over it and wouldn't let me get my moment in the sun. Okay. What are you talking you said, about? I can't wait to get that head. And no, I went. No, I'm done. No, we're just rolling through. We're just running in. That's it. It was so good. It was too much. It was too good. Well, dude, hey, no, no I'm not gonna let that go because earlier you were like, yeah, you you ran it over. We're like, I've slammed once in this game when Claptrap was like, yeah, you got to pound that hole, dude. And then you went, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> that's very true. You are correct. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Anyways, along with a new area. All sorts of shenanigans going on. They've got brand new enemies to take on. And that's where I'm excited. I love variety. Any new creatures, any new monsters, humanoids, whatever the case may be you add, is plus, plus, plus for me. Mm -hmm. Because I love having the diversity of different enemy types and move movements, etc. to compete against and give me my favorites, my non-favorites, all that. Wonderful jazz. Yeah, 100% agree with that. I mean, that was one of the first things we got excited about was seeing the new enemy types just in the reveal trailer back when that happened. One thing I am hoping for, we kind of talked about this a little bit off air, I really hope they do the Cthulhu stuff right. Obviously, we haven't seen any gameplay, any actual stuff. I hope the characters are all full-on Cthulhuized. I saw that Ego Raptor is voicing one of them. I hope he plays it straight and does it right and it's not a you know a goof oh man these guys are crazy they've been taken over by something who knows hopefully it's hopefully it's awesome because you and i both love cthulhu stuff that's just great and i feel like it's a good fit for borderlands world like you can go in with goofy characters going oh what's this crazy stuff oh crap we found actual like otherworldly craziness going on like serious stuff i feel like that'd Mm -hmm. be good and you're speaking about like what's going on, where they're going to do the Cthulhu elements, right? And they were talking on the Borland show with mm-hmm. Anthony, of course, and they were like, well, where are you getting the inspiration for all this? Are you trying to stick with the story? It's obvious so far you haven't. You're kind of just going off on these like random adventures and doing side quests. And he said, that's exactly what we are doing. Mm-hmm. He said that these, these DLCs are kind of apart from the story. Obviously, it's taking place after and you're getting the characters from the story. Right. But he said that their mission is just to have fun. And being like separate alternate just whole storylines with these DLCs and not tie them in with mm-hmm. what's going on in the main story, except for the well, you know, I'm, I could have swore I remember them hinting at some point that we were gonna get a little bit extra, and that could just be something I heard somewhere. I don't know. Either way, for these four, they mm-hmm. said they're sticking to just having fun, going bananas with everything, and telling great stories and. We've kind of hemmed and hawed about it. We've gone back and forth, Matt. Because I remember we've had conversations where we were super thrilled about it. We Mm -hmm. wanted it to be wacky and weird and crazy. And we've had conversations where we're like, oh, I kind of want to go forward with the story. I kind of want to know what's going on. Let's let's get going here. You're going off on these weird tangents that aren't like really important or critical. Mm -hmm. Where do you stand? Do you think, like you said, you're, you're hoping the Cthulhu story is good. Do you think this is going to push your buttons? Do you think this one's going to do something for you with the characters and the possibility and the story involved? Or do you, are you worried this one might not hit for you? 
Well, I, I think the the big hit or miss for me is just the Cthulhu stuff. If it's played for laughs, it's going to be a big miss. If it's played straight, but there is also, you know, the characters involved can be humorous, but the situation has to be serious. Then it'll be a big hit for me. But I think the overall thing you're asking is I, f- I feel like this is the perfect kind of thing to do you know, wacky offshoot stuff. Because mm-hmm. you can do like, oh man, we went on a crazy Cthulhu adventure and then next time it's, you know, cowboys riding dinosaurs. And I feel like that's, I'm still torn on that because I, I, I like wacky craziness because it allows them to do whatever. There's no need to, you know, pile the story in or do anything serious. But I do want the actual conclusion to the story. And I missed that part. So if he actually said on these four DLCs, we're going to do wacky stuff and go wacky places. Where's the end of the story then? Is there a fifth mystery DLC coming up? I have, and that's have why I'm to confused. Imag- I have to imagine there is, if you're not going to wrap it up and go to the moon and figure the stuff out and see pickle and all that stuff. But before we get into that whole can of worms, mm-hmm. what do you think, Eric? All right. Here's what I'm telling you. I think that you are right. If, the Cthulhu part of this is serious and it's dark and it's like an actual horror movie type scary event. Mm-hmm. It could be really awesome. Yeah. If it is a complete Jack, Jack jaw, crazy joke and everyone's goofing off, then I'm worried that it's just going to be, okay, you know, your typical mm-hmm. goofball antics. Here we go. Da 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 da. Which I know this is Borderlands. I understand everybody. Right. But there is a point where I think they can have a serious, actual, weird tale going on mm-hmm. and have the moments of typical Borderlands craziness involved. I'm hoping that they can do that in this one. And like I said, I haven't touched it. I haven't spoiled myself whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're all going, uh, duh, idiots. Yeah, they did. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I- next week, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll go, yep, they did it. But this week, it's still speculation because we had to do the show and haven't got to play it yet. But yep. I think you're right. If they go that route, this is going to be awesome because Gage is in it, Death Trap's in it. You got new monsters, new creatures, all the stuff I like, the new level cap, mm-hmm. all sorts of goodies for us to play with. Yep. The potential's there. I just want to see uh, a little bit more seriousness to this story, especially since the handsome story was just all goofball craziness, Yeah, which was I, fun. I feel like you can do side missions of goofball craziness. Like you can have that character that's dropped in and like, oh, I don't know what's going on here. This is all, it's, you know, he can be like uh, not knowing the seriousness of it and playing it all for laughs. But I feel like you, you have to make the main thrust of the, the actual story be the serious bit. Like you can you can uh-huh. have your fun on the sides. Like even even in the, the Handsome Jackpot DLC, that was mostly all fun, fun. And then the side characters like uh, – Digby Vermouth, his stuff was even more silly and crazy. You can you can take it to the sides on those little short side missions, but I want that I want that main path to just be the creeping creeping style. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Let's hope that that's the case. And if this one is a slight miss because it is more goofy, hey, maybe we'll get it with a third one, or maybe the third one will have some reason why it's all all fits in to be that way. Yeah. I don't know. I just hope this one. Gets my attention and keeps it because mm-hmm. Gage is amazing. Death Trap's amazing. No matter yeah. what, I'm going to play it all the way through. But I want to get to that point like I was with, uh, with Tiny Tina's, you know, mm-hmm. where it was just, this is, this is God tier. This is so much fun. This is so cool. It's so different mm-hmm. that I want to play this over and over and over again. And we sure as hell did. Or that first run through the Claptrap one where stuff was changing. Oh, yes. Cl- yes. That was fantastic. Here's what I saw happen. Oh, here's what really happened. That stuff was amazing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even, yeah, I don't know. Even the intro to the Torg DLCs, remember how good that was before it got into lots of vehicle stuff and it got kind of big and unwieldy. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping for the best. I am I really would like this to pull me back into playing Borderlands a lot more if I'm just running through those areas, seeing those characters, fighting those enemies, doing that stuff. So I'm going to be cautiously optimistic, as we always are on this show. <laughs> oh, you know it. And of course, to tie things up, in this drop and, of course, the Borderlands show conversation, they talked about Mayhem 2.0 coming. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Revenge of the Cartels mm-hmm. all coming in the next uh, few weeks, I think it is. Now, Revenge of the Cartels, I was expecting, like, just a, just like a regular holiday event. And a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. they said did get me excited. 
because they did say, you know, you're going to find enemies with neon things on, you're going to shoot them, they're going to drop a beacon, bring more in. Once you kill enough, you go warp off just like Bloody Harvest to a different area. But in that different area, he was talking about there's three different gangs worth of enemies you can fight, which on its own, that's pretty cool. I like new enemy types. I like that kind of stuff. But then he also said, and which type you fight will depend on, let me see if I if I actually wrote it. Yep, I, I, I'll use quote fingers here and say, it depends on your mission state. So he says, you're not going to just fight the same ones all in a row. And I, I went, hmm, if you're talking about which state of the mission you're taking place in and seeing different stuff each time you do it, that sounds like an ops mission. I'm hoping this is finally it. Mm-hmm. And they start that's down this train. Thinking. That's what I want. With this cartel, the Revenge of the Cartels, that's exactly what I was thinking. If you haven't played Battleborn Ops Missions, mm-hmm. they are they were and are fantastic because you can still get on their play. Battleborn hasn't shut down quite yet. Mm-hmm. But like Matt was saying, you get these different chances at different events, and depending on how it goes, it just generates it. So your playthroughs can be different quite a few times. Obviously, mm-hmm. you'll eventually start to see uh, the same things over and over again. Yeah, but yeah. For a while, it's fresh, it's fun, it's cool, the replayability's there, it's a great time. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like that's what they're doing with this. So, like you said, I'm super stoked, because beyond even that, it's one of the bigger events again. You get to go out, fight the enemies, you can toggle this on or off, by the way, so if you don't want to play anymore, you can turn it off. But you go out there, get the enemies, get the things you need, go help Maurice, go into this cool little new, brand new area that they created just for this, mm-hmm. into the big mansion or whatever to take out... Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, man. I forget I his name. I didn't write it down. I didn't write oh, it down. Oh, no. God, I'm, I'm so terrible, Dave. You guys... <laughs> no. Oh, I'm a terrible human. <laughs> I thought I'd remember. I should have known better. I should have known better. I was Whatever. also panicking because I was trying to remember what Bloody Harvest was called, so I didn't call it Haunted Ween like I did last time. <laughs> Electrolytes. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I see him. He's, he's right there on the damn screen, too. Oh, man. Ultra, Joey Ultraviolet. There we go. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. it. That's it. So you got to go ahead and get all these things that allows you to get the location centered. Maurice will open a portal. You go after Joey Ultraviolet and take him out. And while you're in that brand new mansion they designed just for this, that's where you get to have the possibility of, like you were saying, maybe it's like an ops mission where it's going to differentiate depending on you know your status mm-hmm. and where you were, et cetera. I can't wait. That looks awesome and sounds awesome. And then, of course, tied with that, they're going to be having Mayhem 2.0 mm-hmm. come out. And I don't know if, well, how much you were looking into this, but they've got 10, Matt, 10. Mayhem 1 through 10. Yep. Now, this is crazy because, first off, as you go up, different modifiers start to come out. So you'll get like two light modifiers, one heavy, mm-hmm. one medium. And Mayhem 10, gosh, only knows maybe three, four light modifiers, one, two heavies. Three, four mediums. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bonkers, but you're going to want to go ahead and progress through this because each of those mayhem modes has guns tied to that mayhem level. Mm-hmm. So you might get your favorite gun in mayhem three, best stats ever, awesome. Doesn't matter. It just makes you powerful enough now to go to mayhem four and mm-hmm. find that same gun in mayhem four with even better stats, etc. Yep. To then get you into mayhem five, the tree here, the ladder, whatever you want to call it. Is insane. It's awesome. It takes a note right out of uh, Diablo 3's Rift, mm-hmm. you know, what the way they do their system, which was such a great idea. And I'm glad that Gearbox took it, modified it, made it their own, and are moving forward with this because I am excited. And then, of course, as Randy had said, there's going to be cool modifiers that are just like fun and ridiculous, like the volcano, the big head modes, things mm-hmm. like that. But there's also going to be serious ones that just affect how you play and what you're using when you're in there. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to try it out. You know me, I'm not a big, I'm not a super huge mayhem grind away at it kind of guy. So I'll get up there and I'll have fun with it. I will love seeing those fun modifiers. But you said, hey, speaking of taking things and twisting it and making it their own, one one quality of life thing that I thought they did well that Anthony had mentioned when he was talking about it that I'm really appreciative of is the fact that mayhem now has its own screen in 
the in your echo device so you can swap over you can push it up you can push it down you can see what what level you're at what the modifiers are instead of oh man i i don't know what the modifiers are let me go to the map let me kind of see it i don't really want to be playing on this let me go up to sanctuary turn it down one go back in okay yeah this is where i want to be no put it in its own screen make it up make it down make everything clear as a bell so you can see it just it's it's great it's awesome I'm excited for more stuff to do, and the fact that they've made it easier to adjust it to however you want to play. Perfect. It is perfect for me, because when he said that, I jumped for joy. I'm a lazy human being. And so, <laughs> when I put on, like, Mayhem 2, right, and I'll go to an area and I'm going to farm for a while, but I find mm. it's stupid easy. Yeah. And I go, oh, I should be at Mayhem 3, maybe even Fame Mayhem 4 right now. But you don't you want know, to sit get through two But I don't screens. want to sit through the loading screens to go back. So I'm like, mm-hmm. out of hell with it. I'll just farm it. You know, I'll just, mm-hmm. while I'm here, I'm going to farm it. And of course, now I'm at getting a ch- less chance at getting the anointed awesome roll I want. Yep. When if I'd spend the time to go back, I could up it easily and still take out the same boss. Now I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Now I'll go to my Echo, click, 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 regenerate map. Boom. I'm farming the boss I need for the grenade or whatever the hell I'm looking for. Having a great time, keeping me in the action, keeping me engaged, and having a good time. Yeah. It doesn't get any better than that. No. It doesn't. You know? And there's probably a million things we've missed, Matt. There's probably so much more in this DLC and in this patch notes and everything else that we should have said, maybe, possibly, tomorrow I'll probably come like, oh, yeah, we probably should have mentioned this and that, but... (laughs) You know what? It's too much, everybody. All I mean, right? I, I'm letting you stall so I can scroll through my patch notes here, that I, <laughs> all the stuff I wrote down on my on my little notebook, and I don't see anything else. That's it for me. There's something from forever ago. It's too late. I can't pull it back. There's no way we're going to do that. But can't I, bring I the world back. No. That's it for me, unless you got anything else. That's it else for me. Do. I'm good. We can stop it there. You got a gist of what's going on, everybody. You got a little taste, a little lick in the face, as Matt said earlier. That's right. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> So if you want to get licked digitally in the face, send us an email. Send us some feedback, some comments, some concerns, some, any kind of questions, anything at all. If you guys want to hear more from us on a certain topic or less on this, blah, 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 you know the spiel. Send it to us via email, info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshift.me and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can also find us over there on that beautiful Patreon. We treat it just like your old tip jar. You got a buck or two. Hey, consider it tossing our way. It could help us out, help us, help you. Maybe, maybe you got a million sitting around. Maybe you're at home and you've been putting your stocks in all over the place. You know, the market's mm-hmm. low and you're going to hit it big. And you're like, I know I can support my home boys and girls over at that third shift. Mm-hmm. Let me give them a million bucks. We're going to open up a food line. We're going to change our whole lives around. Wait, for you. We, we literally can't open a food line right now. Oh, yeah, no. Not right now. No, we're essential. Yeah, we are. Food's we essential. would be essential. That's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And since we're already essential and we've got our letters, we could travel and get the business started because we're essential. That's true. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. And he, See? I think he sent it to me as a Word document, so I can just change it to be whatever business I want. Whatever you want, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's a beautiful system. Everything works in our favor here. So That's right. If you like what we're doing, like what's going on, please consider heading over there and throwing something our way. Because we got babies in jars in that food line. We got all sorts of other things if you do the one million. But if you don't do the one million, hey... It keeps the lights on, keeps mm. us paying that old master over there on the internet who wants us to give them money so we can be on the internet doing things for you. It's crazy, right? You know, we're trying to bring you a product and you got the guy or gal, whoever it is over there going, you gotta, gotta pay the piper, boys and girls, you gotta pay the piper. Nobody realizes that, but yeah, it's true. You gotta pay money to be on this thing. Surprise, help us out. You know what? If you can't help us out in that regard, you can help us out by sending us mailbag questions. Uh, five-star ratings. Speaking of five-star ratings, we've got a couple recently, all right? You're goddamn right. Speaking of five-star ratings, I want to read a choice one right here. Oh, this one, my God. This one came out. It's, it came straight from my heart like Cupid's arrow. The title of this review of this five-star rating is Five Stars for Matt with an exclamation mark. And it says, Matt is so cool exclamation mark he's my favorite podcast host also exclamation mark i would like to say thank you to doc funky for sending in that beautiful five-star review you are my favorite five-star reviewer wow doc funky i super appreciate you giving us those five stars i don't care who you like the most it's perfectly fine 
But I do at least appreciate you throwing that five-star rating out there like we asked because we got to be fed. We got to pay the Mm -hmm. bills. And then five-star ratings get us higher up in the metrics, which allows us to then be seen by you and get more people to listen and get more five-star ratings just like Mark711 did. And he said, Eric, have yourself a five-star day that's and right he really did make my day i appreciate that and if you're a female hey i'm sorry mark i just associate normally with a guy mm-hmm. take no offense appreciate it so very much i will have a five-star day i almost always do but with that my gods i definitely will i will feast on that five-star and speaking of five-star days, hey, it's a five-star day for you guys anytime this podcast drops, which is every Friday. So we'll be back in your ear holes on the 3rd of April for our very next episode, right in the middle of quarter end. It's going to be a quarter end special. Oh, boy, we'll be so happy and so thrilled to be alive. But you can catch that episode with us, with our smiling faces on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, rating, review, comment, and subscription any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out. It gives us a five-star day, and we really do appreciate that. Indeed we do. We appreciate those five stars. Gosh bless everybody who's been throwing them at us. We we love you so much. We can't wait to get some more. Get the metrics up. Get the billions of people in here that need to be in here listening to us here at Third Shift. That way Randy turns those giant Sauron eyes our way and goes, <laughs> I see you, Third Shift. And we're like, yes, master. And he'll say, Give us the do rings. You want, do you want to see a magic trick? My wife got this shirt for me. Isn't and then we will we will nod our heads and we will watch and we will become ingrained in the Gearbox family. Absolutely. Gosh bless. And with that, hey, I'm going to dream of being ingrained in the Gearbox family and not having to sneak in through the windows with my ninja gear. <sighs> Instead of being invited be in with open arms. I don't want to be Jean Renault. He's just up in the ceiling with the rats. I'm don't I'm not doing it. We're walking All in right. the front door like two respectable human beings. That's right. It'll happen. We can make this dream come true with your help. So please get out there, do your part. We'll keep doing our part. And if you got suggestions to help us make our part better, hey, throw it our way. Absolutely. And with that, there's literally nothing else to say, but don't, don't forget, forget to, to save. Shut up and sit down.